0: It's hardly a new season, but it is at least a new week and a new half of the season. Let's try to perk things up around here, okay? Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, be sure to check out my Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates. Same place you found this. There will be a media access period today on the south side. I'll be over there looking forward to seeing some of the guys again. Hopefully well rested. Hopefully minds somewhat cleared of everything that's gone on of late. And the two and six start in general, because there's nothing you can do about it retroactively. You and I can complain about it you and i can consider what it means for the team and all that there's nothing they can do about it their next game is sunday at home against the saints and they need to win that game that's all and get better and get better so those two things those two things win the game get better if you have to pick between one of those two I'd take the second one. I know you probably wouldn't, but I just want to see the team get better. I want to see the team get closer to being somewhere meaningful. And the better brand of football that they play, the sooner that'll occur. And you know what? It might just happen. Have you thrown away your 2022 schedule for the year, like in anger or disgust? If so, uncrinkle that thing from the can and take a second look because the saints are three and five and look it's not as if the steelers are in a position to look down on anybody they not only are two and six but they also have a minus 77 points differential that's the absolute worst in the league but the lower the caliber of the competition the better the chance you have of you know getting better or at least feeling like you're getting better. I'm going to run through this for you. The Bengals are the following week, and that's obviously going to be tough, even though the Steelers beat them once. But the Steelers beat them once. And not only that, they beat them into the ground on that one occasion. At least for a half. After that come the Colts. They're 3-5-1. and one. Then the Falcons, who are somehow 4-5, and five, I think by virtue of just playing in a garbage division. After that comes, well, there's a couple games against the Ravens. Those will be uphill battles, but you tell me when was the last time the Steelers and Ravens got together and the game was separated by more than 3 points under any circumstance in either direction. Then come the Panthers, 2 and 7, the Raiders, Two and six, the Browns at the end, three and five. You see where I'm going here. No, I am not predicting playoffs and glory. I'm not an idiot. I am suggesting that with this young offense, especially the offense, you have an opportunity to see them, well, either get better or not. And either way, it benefits you. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Try to put this another way. Steelers versus Eagles out in Philadelphia. Now a week ago. There really wasn't much you were going to gain from it, whether from an analyzing standpoint or um, an evaluation standpoint toward a player's future or even progress, because that defensive line was going to run through that offensive line all day long, almost no matter what you did. So what are you going to find out about Kenny Pickett? What are you going to find out about the wide receivers? Really? What are you going to do? What are you going to find out about Najee Harris in your running game? Nothing. Nothing. Because there wasn't anything that was going to overcome that. That's just the separation between those two teams at this moment and at this at this juncture of their development. The Eagles are charging headfirst toward a Super Bowl. The Steelers are exactly what I said before without rubbing it in and repeating it. So... I feel like what this group needs, and again, focusing principally on the offense, is a big dose of swagger. Let them start feeling a little bit good about themselves. Believe you me, whether that occurs in Philadelphia or in Charlotte or in Atlanta won't matter to them. They're going into NFL stadiums playing NFL opponents, and if they come away with good results and good performances, it's going to mean something. If you're going to come back at me with something about tanking this and draft pick that, I'm going to la la until I can't hear you anymore. Because that stuff, it's great on draft day, but it doesn't mean all that much, not even remotely when compared to the value that comes from winning and getting better. Would you really prioritize getting one pick, one really good pick, over having, let's say, one-third or even half of your roster start to feel better about itself? Yeah, see? When you put it like that, it makes things a little bit different. I'm almost, almost excited about what this second half could bring. I'm not quite there. The reason that I'm not there is that I don't believe in the running game. The reason that I don't believe in the running game, and would welcome being proven wrong here, is that I don't necessarily believe in the starting running back. But let's see it. Let's see it. How long has it been since Najee Harris had a 100-yard game? I don't even remember it. But let's see how he and how the team reacts if and when it happens, and let's see the snowball effect that ideally would get passed on to the passing game. Let's see how Kenny Pickett would benefit from being able to utilize an actual running game instead of just running for his life. Let's see how George bleeping Pickens steps up now that Chase Clay pulls out of there not that one one guy's plays necessarily go to the other but George needed to get more targets. And whatever was going to be necessary for that to happen, needed to happen and did. So let's see it. Let's see it. Throw all the other stuff and the standings and everything else out of the equation, and let's have some fun here. When we come back, J1Q... For the past 15 years. And yes, that is a real thing. The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888 842 5454. Today's J1Q comes from Joe, who asks DK, the play of the free agents has been underwhelming. Could it be the entire class or is it the coaching? You know, Joe, I really wish you dropped some names in that, because after I got your question, I went and scribbled down the names for myself of the players the Steelers signed of any prominence off the open market. And the first one on my list should be the first one on yours, and that's Miles Jack. You can't. You can't be telling me you're disappointed in Miles Jack. I'll give you more credit than that. He's been very, very good and very, very old-school Steelers-like, exactly what you want to see in that uniform. Maybe even to an extent he's rubbed off on Devin Bush, And, and that's not to say that Bush has been terrific, but Bush has certainly been better than he was last season. So you have Jack. That's a pretty good start levi wallace wasn't expensive but he was a free agent he's been okay you know i mean he he's had interception drops but then all of them have and if you watch the games yesterday across the nfl all these dbs do this there's it's not a novelty here if you if you're a db and you can catch the football on a regular basis a you're actually a wide receiver and b you're going to the hall of fame Okay, there's a reason these guys cross over to the other side of the ball. James Daniels and Mason Cole were both free agents. And Daniels, I I haven't liked at times. I have at others. He's gotten pushed back a little too often, meaning just plain old bull rushed for my liking. Cole's been pretty good. Cole... I know for a fact that a lot of people inside the Steelers were thinking that he might just be a stopgap at center when he was picked up, and that's kind of the way his contract was structured. But you look at him now, are you really just going to throw him out? You know, Are you really going to go and say, well, you know what, we liked what you did last season, but uh, we don't really value stability at the center position around here anymore, so see ya. I just don't think that's going to happen. So... uh, is there an overpay for Daniels? Yeah. But was that the price you probably needed to pay to get him? And did you have any other answers at right guard? No. So sometimes you just got to you got to pony up. Uh Miles Boykin was a free agent. Miles Boykin really hasn't gotten onto the field. He might now if there's anybody who profiles as taking Claypool's actual spot on the offense. It's Boykin because he's that big, strong guy, uh, that type who's going to be able to just put his body somewhere, and he is going to bring the football in. Uh, He's not going to get you a whole lot of yak, but he will get you uh, reliability with the hands and the body control. I think you're going to see and hear a lot more about him in the weeks to come. But, yeah, would he excite you? No. Uh, I'm going to throw out another free agent for you. Probably somebody that you hadn't even considered. Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, remember? Not only was he on the open market, but he was on the open market for an awfully long time. And he was out there long enough that his price plummeted. And he... I don't want to say anything disrespectful here. I really, really like the guy. But he kind of had to crawl back on his hands and knees just to be here again. And that's a pretty good contract for the Steelers even if all they get out of it is this solid year, uh, a prove it type of year for TE. So who am I missing here? As I might be. I, I I haven't been all that, you know, super focused on football with the Steelers having been on a bye week. If I'm forgetting somebody, let me know, but to me that's not a bad crop of free agents, especially for a franchise that's not generally accustomed to participating in that endeavor anywhere near as often as the Steelers were forced to this past summer. So just throwing it out there. I have a feeling that they're gonna have to do this again, by the way. You know, meaning next summer. They're they're gonna have to be really, really active because there's there's a lot of holes to fill. And we'll see over the coming weeks exactly How many? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We will do another one of these tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?